0: Hello. Happy Friday. I met up with a good friend for brunch this past Wednesday and it was wonderful to get caught up on work and life happenings. After I shared what was going on in my life, ministry and work-wise, she asked me a question that I had been getting a lot lately. Isn't that a lot? I responded that it is, but I love it and it excites me. Now, if she had asked me that same question a week earlier, I probably would have had a very different answer. It's all a matter of perspective. I was feeling a bit overwhelmed on Sunday evening as I planned out the upcoming week. Out of short-term necessity, my to-do list had their own to-do list, or so it seemed. Over the weekend, I... Also just so happened to get an email notifying me that the credit for a new book was in my audiobooks.com account. I know for myself that gratitude helps my heart when I'm feeling like life is too full, even if it's great things that are filling it up. So I searched for a book on the topic of gratitude. I settled on The Gratitude Diaries. How a Year Looking on the Bright Side Can Transform Your Life by Janice Kaplan. I'm so glad that I chose this book because it has helped my attitude so much. As many of my longtime readers know, I love Shakespearean writing. So one of the Hamlet quotes that was used near the beginning of this book really resonated with me. It was, for there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so, from Hamlet. Now, I don't completely agree with that. There are some things that are good or bad, but for most things, this principle is sound. Anyway, there are four sections in Kaplan's book, and I want to share about part one, Marriage, Love, and Family, today. Ms. Kaplan begins by mentioning that she doesn't want to be an ungrateful lady. I mean, really, who wants to be an ungrateful lady? Ingratitude is so unattractive in others, but sometimes we can fail to see it in ourselves. But to help, one of the things that she started doing was keeping a gratitude journal. She decided to write down three things in her journal each night in order to grow in this area currently i write down multiple things that i'm thankful for each morning before i start my day it's part of my morning routine adding that habit to a nighttime ritual is a good idea too i don't know if i'm gonna do it because i have an easier time with morning rituals than nighttime ones but it's worth the thought next she focused on being grateful for her husband It was a good reminder for me to continually show love and affection to my husband, Reggie. After God and self-care, Reggie is the top priority in my life. Yes, even above my kids. Gasp. (laughs) If I'm not careful, though, I can forget that truth when life gets super full. Another thing that she mentioned was to make sure that we thank our partners for the things that they do for us. At first, I thought to myself, oh, I'm really good at that. I'm really good at saying thank you. As I reflected more, though, I realized that there are other areas that I can say thank you. For instance, I really dislike driving. So I need to remind myself to thank Reggie when he goes out of his way to drive me places. He's doing that tonight, so I'm going to make sure I say thank you. Reggie and I will hopefully be celebrating our 16th wedding anniversary this June. And this section reminded me of the three vows that I made to him on our wedding day. I vowed to accept, appreciate, and trust him. We have had an amazing marriage, but there's always room for growth. Then Ms. Kaplan discussed raising grateful kids. I think that it's important to note that she did this experiment when her kids were already grown and out of the home. It's a little different when your kids are younger and living at home. Okay, it's not a little different. It's a lot different. Gratitude is definitely something that my husband and I try to model for our kids because we do not want to raise a couple of entitled sons. It takes constant prayer, focus, and work to raise kids in this society who have empathy. Having the boys volunteer in meaningful ways is helpful, but it's definitely a constant journey. If you want some ideas on raising kids with empathy, you can listen to the podcast from earlier in this year called How to Encourage Your Kids to Volunteer and Give Back. The last thing that she shared about in part one was not complaining. My first thought was, define complaining. <laughs> I checked the dictionary and it defines complaining as to express dissatisfaction or annoyance about a state of affairs or an event. I was glad that Ms. Kaplan qualified the type of complaining that she was talking about. It is not a bad thing to express dissatisfaction in a constructive way, rather she was referring to the moaning and groaning over every little thing like the weather and minor inconveniences that we can sometimes fall into. I took the no complaining challenge to heart and have been extra careful to reframe things in a positive manner. This does not mean that I will not speak out against injustice or remark about meaningful things. I'm just committed to being more mindful about the words that come out of my mouth, my mouth, or that I type with my fingers since I work online a lot. These are the main things that caught my attention as I listened to and took notes on part one of the Gratitude Diaries. If the other sections continue to help me grow, I will share about them in future podcasts. Meanwhile, have a great weekend.